Geeks. 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 Here we are. Welcome to Geeks, the number one entertainment podcast. Today, recorded live from Los Angeles. I'm your host, Alexander Chard. And joining me to my right, the beautiful Nathan Hurts. Welcome to my humble abode, we gentlemen. Are, yeah, we are your humble abode once again. It's, uh, it's always a pleasure. Just kidding, this place is massive. It's huge. I mean, we're in the, what, the 23rd room? Mm, ballroom, yes. <laughs> 23rd ballroom. <laughs> and also joining us is the ethereal Adrian Old. Hello. Oh, there you go. There you go. Hi, everyone. Uh, I'm back. He is back. Back and better than ever. Yeah, we haven't... Uh, I feel like it's been weeks, months, even weeks. Let's go Let's go a month. Let's go a way back. Weeks. Verging on maybe five weeks. <laughs> Who did you last podcast with? With you. With me. Where? In Venice. In Venice. When mm. you were staying in Venice? Yeah. That would have been. Yeah. That That's was, a long time ago. That was yeah. months. That's when you guys, uh, Nate and Al, were on your... Um, yes. Expedition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Searching for locations. Mm. Searching for something. Searching for something. Did you find what you're looking for? I think we did. All right. It was uh, located in Al's pants all along. <laughs> <laughs> so check out these starfish diaries to keep up with, <laughs> <laughs> up with the development of their of Nate and Alex and uh, Al's uh, relationship. It's yeah, really come a long way. Yeah, it's really. Oh, it's come a great way. It's really coming undone. <laughs> Oh, Nate, God. what have you been up to other than... Uh, How old are we again? Five. I don't know. So other than searching for things in Al's pants, what else have you been up to? Um, God, a lot. Trying to sell a, a TV show, which um, it turns out isn't isn't easy. <laughs> um, and um, But making some good traction. And um, I am in pre-production for a short film that awesome. starts shooting on... Friday, but we leave for Joshua Tree on Thursday. So is this that's film been, you're directing or just producing? Uh, producing. Nice. Um, Joshua Raymond Lee is directing. In He's Joshua a, Tree. In Joshua Tree, yes. And we're staying at a location called The Wits End. Ah! So it should be a crazy time. And um, yeah, looking forward to it. Awesome, yeah. man. That's what I'm doing. Brilliant. Yeah. Adrian, how about you? Uh, I've been uh, working, working, working. Uh, where do you work again? At Paramount Pictures. But just to be clear to our uh, audience, yes, uh, none of my, none of what I say here, yeah. is in any way the view or feelings of Paramount. Yeah. It might be about Paramount, but it's not their specific stance. Stance. Yeah. Got it. He has formed his own opinions outside of. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I don't know if any of us can form our own opinions outside of the kind of media we're exposed to on a daily basis. That's true. Ooh, that's a meaty that's... conversation point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Should we dive into that one? No. <laughs> I, I think we shall. <laughs> let's let's, uh, let's uh, take it as a, a throwaway comment, a passing comment. Yeah. <laughs> no, we can throw that one away. <laughs> a, little, a little throwaway. Um, yeah. So, yeah, but other cool, than, other than that, man, I've just been working. I'm uh, doing. I'm um, doing the VIP tours now. I'm doing the executive tours. Congratulations! Working on different shows. I'm bloody here, there, and everywhere. But it's uh, going well. Cool, man. I uh, yeah, I will say, Adrian took Bethany and I on a tour. What a few weeks ago now. Yep. Yeah, of the Paramount lot. This guy has his thing. It's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. On fire. Yep. I'm yeah. hoping that means I know my stuff. You know, you know, he knows his stuff. Sorry, let me let me be a bit I also clearer. Have a thing. He's got a thing, 
that he wraps the stuff in. Yeah. You've got the stuff, the knowledge about mm. the lot. Are you talking but, about a persona, a kind of persona. performance? Yeah. Would you say performance almost? How do you I, feel about it? Persona's good. I go with persona. It does yeah. virgin performance. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I did two tours today. I'm bloody pretty tired right now. I bet. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it must. It kind of sits in the realm between both of those things. Yeah. Bloody cool. entertaining, very informative, and a great, great way to explore the lot. So, anyone listening, if you're in LA, ask for Adrian Ald. Rated as the best. Can people tour request tour guides? No, they can't. Okay, so oh. yeah, we can try though. You can try, and then it'll reflect kindly oh, upon you. That's right. Yeah. Word yeah. gets out that uh, you know, I'm the guy to go to. He's the guy, me, right? Yeah, we yeah. all know who the guy is. I want to go with, with the guy that's got stuff that's wrapped in the thing. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly right. <laughs> Dude, out, right. have by the way, have you submitted your short film to some festivals out in LA? Um. Yes and no. I mean, Al were talking about a bit of that before he left, and now it's kind of hanging in the balance. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, you should because yes. it's awesome. Thanks, mate. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Work. Work in progress. 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 It's a whip. Yeah. Grass. Grass. We digress. <laughs> Shall we get into it? Sure. I, let's get into it. Let's digest. Okay. So, uh, let's start with the. Uh, a little section that is Wait a second. Hold your horses. Yeah, wait. What have you been doing, Alex? Yeah, what, are you going to shoot your load? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> How old are you? <laughs> God damn it, man. Put your pants back on. <laughs> I, I can't. I'm far too erect for that. <laughs> okay. What, what have you been doing? What have I been doing? I have... Uh, last week, I shot a commercial. Oh, that's um, good. and I have to be very vague about it because I signed an NDA. So, what specifically so- was it? <laughs> <laughs> so, I shot a commercial for uh, some stuff wrapped in a thing, actually. Okay. Um, can we can we like just uh, like realm of product like uh, detergent tech based. versus oh tech based? That's exciting. Yeah. So I've said too much. There's a lot of money in, <laughs> in tech. So, what kind of tech company would require you to sign an NDA? I can think of two. There you go. I've said too much. Narrowed it down. Okay. So I shot a commercial. Cool. Um, that was good fun. Um, already been paid for it, which is great. That's amazing. Because it's like less than or just over a week. Wow. That so narrowed, narrowed Maybe it's it not even more. struggling financially. <laughs> I've okay. said too much. It's definitely not Samsung. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> if our viewers could see the expression happening at this table right now. I, I, I worry that... A dart is going to come flying through a window somewhere. And take you out. And just go right in my neck. And yeah. then that'll be the end of me. So that has been... Congrats, uh, other than that, dude, I also amazing. went up to San Francisco uh, this weekend for a friend's wedding, which was really awesome and proved to me that after a year in being LA, in LA, I'm now a wimp when it comes to the slightest cold weather. Yeah. Oh, really? It yeah. is insane. It happens, like, you know, having lived in London for so long, I thought... When it's like mildly cool, I just be like, yeah, t-shirt, and I can handle cold now. And then I went up there and got a cold. Really? Oh, yep. Shoot. On another note, San Francisco trip, stayed in a haunted hotel. Oh, yeah? That's cool. Yep. Did you see a ghost? I uh, didn't see a ghost. The hotel's called the Hotel Majestic, which is the oldest running hotel in San Francisco. Survived the Great Earthquake. I think okay. We started, uh, it was opened in 1902. Ooh. Um, Isn't in, there a movie called The Hotel Majestic? Yeah, that rings a bell. Or just Majestic, right? With Jim Carrey? That's it. Yeah. That's it, yeah. Something like that. Um, and this go- this hotel in a very kind of Ghostbusters sort of 
style or sense to it has a painting of the woman that supposedly haunts the fourth floor in their lobby. Okay. This very kind of creepy painting. Sure. Um, when we got into our room, we were on the first floor. It was a very sort of... Oh, you were in fine then? Yeah, we were fine. Old, decorated room, beautiful, but just weird and surreal. And we joked to each other, this looks like it'd be haunted, this this place. Um, and then we went to the bar. Uh-huh. We had a drink and was like, is this place haunted? And then the bartender was like, I'm not supposed to say anything unless people ask. And then later on, we spoke to a um, one of the staff, another member of staff who was going to show us another room because our room was a bit damp because it had just been cleaned. Um, and yeah, and talked about the fourth floor in room 407 or 408 and people mm. hearing noises. And apparently the, the first owner's daughter um, jumped out of one of the windows and apparently now she haunts this room and people mm. hear bathtubs filling up and things moving around. And mm. um, yeah. Cool. So I didn't sleep much that night. So like, point of contention, mm-hmm. wouldn't the daughter haunt the sidewalk where she landed? Yeah. That I would... don't think you're tethered to the place you die. No. Just the moment you decide to end it all. Or is it well, just you're tethered to whatever was like your base? The, your, oh, the, like yeah, the, yeah. the idea that like made do you want to take the plunge or something. Well, like, or like the, the motivation. Your life that you get connected to and you can't leave behind and maybe she really liked that room yeah yeah maybe that was her room yeah, yeah. so wait where did you end up which, heather which o'rourke Ooh. heather o'rourke she haunts the sound stage there you go yeah oh yeah in paramount yeah have you heard she or seen from something poltergeist she says they're coming oh yeah 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 i haven't seen anything no but the security guards swear by it okay yeah and she definitely didn't die on the soundstage, but she still... Was she was like, that was her there. spot. Yeah. 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 Mm. Cool. So, yeah, no, we ended up staying on the first floor in our original room. Oh, okay. Um, <clears throat> didn't hear... All night we heard just, I guess, fucking. busy people. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we just heard people fucking... <laughs> and it was terrifying. <laughs> I mean, the people uh, in the in the room on the floor above us were certainly busy. There was a lot of walking around. Uh-huh, sure. Uh huh. They were doing something. Bethany up there. thought she heard scratching. The only thing that could be potentially spooky, but also we did sort of finish the night a few cocktails down and possibly a little bit stoned. But I don't want to say anything. Definitely. Not on this. Not on this podcast. Not on this you podcast. wouldn't. Um. But we woke up in the morning and Bethany's rings had moved from the original, like from where she had put them when she, when she originally. Off. Oh, really? Yeah. So someone tried them on, leased them for the evening. <laughs> Adrian, that I'm, I'm highly, highly skeptical with that one. There's no way she would have put them in one place and forgotten where <laughs> she. No, so that that is so just. So let me tell you, if that's what you're thinking, it's impossible. She she put them in one spot and she stacked them on top of each other, hmm. and in the morning. They had moved and they weren't on top of each other. But that's that's because rings. I mean, they don't stack that well, do they? I don't know why you're trying to poke Could holes no, in this story. Actually, this is airtight. You know Bethany, if you're listening, airtight. I'm with you 100 percent of the way. He's not. He's gesturing. He's not. Definitely not. This is the type of male misogyny that made Ghostbusters really difficult to get any good reviews. That movie that was, was awesome. Joke. It was a great movie. That was a joke. Yeah, that was a joke. I hope it was a joke. Yeah. No, it was a joke. Um, My fiance was a gender studies major at Barnard College. Yeah, so no, it was, it was, it was in poor taste. I'm a I understand women in film. I understand where Adrian's coming from. And I also appreciate that you're 
backing up the potential ghost theory, Nate. Okay. Um, but it, Adrian's probably right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. Uh, this is a section that we like to call Nate's Blowdown. <coughs> so that means we're going to be listening to, coming up first, the movie news. Jurassic World 2 director Juan Antonio Bayona has confirmed that last year's Jurassic Park sequel was, in fact, the start of a new trilogy. Whoa, shocking, considering it didn't make any money. Amazing, they'd want to make more. Crazy. The whole Jurassic World is a trilogy that writer and director of the first film, Colin Trevorrow, has envisioned. Beyond told LRM, that was a quote, we're writing the second chapter, and it's very interesting where he's leading the story. It's still not clear what the second film's plot will be, although Trevorrow, who will be vacating the director's chair to head up Star Wars Episode Nine, has previously said it draws inspiration from a single line in Jurassic Park and may involve open-source dinosaur cloning technology. The Clonorex app. Jurassic World <laughs> sequel is scheduled for release on June 22nd, 2018. Can you guys believe they're making more? Mind-blowing, what? Huh? Oh my god. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Open source dinosaur cloning technology. I hope it's like a really obs- because it's saying they're also based on one line. I hope it's one really weird obscure line that no one actually <laughs> remembers. Like we left the basket in the <laughs> laundry room. Yeah. <laughs> Little did they know that the basket was actually a pterodactyl that mutated. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 the line where he's like dealing with the military people, right? And he's like, "Oh, we could train these raptors for no. global." Yeah, but it's so yeah, it's so okay. So I'm you, sure you think it's going. a line from Jurassic World and not from Jurassic Park? Yeah, I was thinking like, oh, because I mean, the iconic line from that that springs to mind is the life finds a way. Oh, I see. Which is the Jeff Goldblum line. That could, which kind of yeah. resonated thematically throughout those original three films. My gut tells me it's going to be like... Three original Jurassic Park I films? I think so. There was yeah. Jurassic Park, Jurassic the Park, The Lost World, and yeah, Jurassic oh. Park 3. Yeah. The one where Tyrannosaurus gets unleashed in San Francisco was Jurassic The Park. Lost World, the lo- number two, yeah. And number three was when they all decide to go back. Yeah. And they're like up in a, a net. Yep. And they're like... The T-Rex is like waiting with its wow. mouth open. I can't remember. Mm. Um, I'm pretty sure this is just going to be like xenophobic. Terrorists are making dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure. So you think it's going to go down that yeah. military weapons slide? Oh, for sure. I really believe that. Oh, my God. Yeah, right. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, Benicio Del Toro is in early talks to star in Predator. Cool. The reboot That's of the cool. franchise. Yeah, totally. In the works uh, at 20th Century Fox. Shane Black is aboard to direct. the nice. He's from The Nice Guys in Iron Man 3. Um, and actually, weirdly, co-starred in the 1987 original alongside Arnold Schwarzenegger, playing yeah. a member of Arnold's team and the first to die at the hands of the Predator. Black Monster Squad co-writer Fred Decker is, scripted, is scripting the new Predator. So from murdered extra to director <laughs> yeah exactly sounds like my kind of dude <laughs> <laughs> that's quite a journey no that's Amazing. awesome yeah, um, benicio awesome. del toro would be would be a cool interesting choice i'm I mean, never I like the original yeah Predator. if it's like benicio del toro i'm never disappointed i'm like ah oh, yeah really yeah. benicio's doing it did you guys watch the last predator film which i think was called predator 
Tours with Adrian Brody. No, where they like transported. They it's like these mercenaries. From my understanding, I, I I saw half of it. I don't know why I stopped watching it. Was it on the plane? Like they they pass out and they wake up on this island, uh, on this pla- on this in this forest, which turns out to be the predators, like have created this planet or it's their home planet, where they hunt humans. Oh, like the plot is sounding kind of vaguely familiar. Yeah. I feel like it's a movie that I like fell asleep to. Yeah, and like yeah, dreamed. I seen it. But yeah, uh, that's probably because you've got more interesting things to do. But I remember talking about it with Al. He said it was, it was pretty good. Really? It was decent. Oh. Check it out. Peninsula del Toro, Predator, the match made in hunting forested heaven. Oh, God. Following the success <laughs> of Sausage Party, co-director Conrad Vemon, 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 is tackling a cult classic, signing up uh, to helm a remake of The Toxic Adve- Avenger. There we you go. guys remember the Toxic Avenger? I, I had a Toxic Avenger toy. Yeah, uh, cool. Mike Arnold and Chris Poole, <laughs> Archer, the Grackle, are on board to rewrite the screenplay by Steve Pink and DC Mitchell. I can't remember what I had, but I remember like not knowing anything about it, but like having like it must have been like a poster or like a comic book that I never yeah. read, and just like looking at the cover a lot. It had that sort of beautiful, very 80s style classic poster where he's got his mop. And he's yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Where was that? It was like somewhere I had like, it was so weird. As soon as I read this bit of news, I was like, I've seen that everywhere, but I can't place like. Yeah, I don't know. Because like my, yeah, there he is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So my experience with the Toxic yeah, Avenger. For everybody who missed that, I was showing them the picture. Yeah, Google it and check out the, the movie poster. It's, it's really cool. Um, my experience with the Toxic Avenger growing up was I think they made an animated series. Yeah. And where he was like toxic fluoro green. That's um, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and that was my sort of first knowledge of the Toxic Avenger. And then when I was a bit older, I realized I found out there was this 80s film. And I remember watching it and being blown away because from my memory, there is like some crazy crazy sex scenes in that film oh really with the toxic avenger and this girl whoa like going at it from my memory maybe i need to revisit it but i remember like i remember sort of being like i was still interested in the cartoon so i don't think i was you know i was in that sort of in between prepubescent age (laughs) but you were aroused But, (laughs) but i i was confused by the crazy toxic avenger deformed guy and then the boobs everywhere oh my god it was uh i remember Sounds wild oh it was wild sounds like it really like impacted you it has <laughs> cool um i feel like that would have done the same for me if i, I mean had yeah it. that's like that's it really stuck with me i don't remember from 1986 though right which is like the year you were born right two years before yeah two yeah. years before there you go yeah you know, I think I saw it because it was um, at the video store. It was like one of those weekly films for a dollar. Yeah, oh, that would have been a big yeah. like laminate plastic box. Exactly. Yeah. And then knowing the cartoon and being like, oh, awesome. so this is cool. This yeah. is for kids. Live action. Yeah, I'd be into this. Yep. And then being like aroused, but also disgusted and terrified. <laughs> Confused and... Yeah, it was all those emotions. So I'm hoping Looking I can. Looking forward re- to it. I can, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that I'll relive that I with the remake. You can relive a few of those things, yeah, <laughs> if not all. Oh, this is a perfect segue. It sounds like you might have Arrested Development, <laughs> which moves on to this next piece of news, with season five continuing. Um, 
Jessica Walter assured press the show is fully expecting to return at some unspecified time in the future. It's looking real good, Walter said about the upcoming fifth season of the acclaimed comedy series, which was canceled in 2007 by Fox, but revived, as I'm sure you all remember, in 2013 by Netflix. Oh. I don't have dates, but everybody is on board. Everybody, everybody. Who do you mean everybody? Like everybody? Walter's statement continues the ambiguous road towards a new season of Arrested Development. Every cast member seems on board for more Bluth mayhem, though no start date has ever been released. Has been released ever? It hasn't in three years since season four. Did you get that, everybody? Did that? I'm still kind of skeptical about. I was really excited when I found out Netflix was doing the fourth season, and then disappointed. And then disappointed when I saw the fourth season. So now I'm just like. We'll see. We'll see. Because it needs the first the whole three cast. seasons for me is one of the most perfect oh, it's hilarious. shows on television. Yeah, it's up there is one of my favorites of all yeah, time. For sure. sure. Definitely. It's a great show. What, what are your you, thoughts on you, Yeah, yeah, fan? no, totally. I, I enjoyed it. I, I don't remember watching all of it necessarily, but I, was, yeah. Yeah, I think I solidly watched probably the first and second seasons. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then I think the third one just went by. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. they also got... Uh, the seasons got shorter and shorter too. I think as they, they right? as they progressed, because Fox was on their back because they weren't getting any ratings. Basically, no one was watching it. Oh really? Yeah, it was. That was it was kind of like a weird cult thing, and then like a t- yeah. two years after the fact, everybody started watching it. Right? Yeah, that's it. And I think the issue at the time was that it was critically acclaimed and getting all these amazing reviews, but Fox didn't know how to pitch it or what sort of time slot to put it in. Yeah. Um. And so it 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 bombed. Went by the wayside. Yeah. 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 Crazy. It was definitely like a show that was meant for online streaming that yeah, was released sure. on. Yeah. Definitely. So, I just want to warn everybody: there's a major spoiler coming up here with Article Five of my news. That is a spoiler. With Deadpool two a couple of years away, and Gambit endlessly delayed. The next dose of big screen X-Men action will be Wolverine 3. Hugh Jackman's final outing as the clawed mutant we all love the abs of. <laughs> X-Men director Brian Singer confirms the news on the audio commentary for the new digital release of X-Men Apocalypse. Mr. Singer's first Mr. Singer first appeared in 1987's Wait, I've totally butchered the Have I just skipped the actual I think thing? Mr. Singer and Mr. Sinister, who oh. playing the villain, um, <laughs> mixed around there. Uh, so, what do you suggest I do? Like, let's go- just go for it again. Let's just let's pretend that. Uh, all right, okay. <laughs> here, let me. Propose I've gone bright red for so, all our listeners. So, Wolverine Three is coming out, Nate. Who's Wolverine? playing the villain in that? Uh, Hugh Jackman. Oh, <laughs> the villain. I'm sorry. Oh boy, I've had some beers. I've had some beers. Okay. Hugh Jackman's final outing as the Claude Mutant favorite releases. Oh, fuck it. I can't read. It now has been revealed that Mr. Sinister will be the villain. Mr. Sinister Mr. is the villain. Sinister, there he is. Oh, God. I hate myself. As reported by the Cinema Blend X-Men director as – oh, my fucking God. Now I'm just nervous and I'm sweating. And as reported. As reported by Cinema Blend, X-Men director Brian Singer confirms the news on the audio commentary for the new digital release of X-Men, Apocalypse. 
Mr. Sinister, see what I'm, that's Brian Singer, Mr. Sinister, first appeared in 1987 issue of the Uncanny X-Men. He was originally uh, a geneticist called Nathaniel Essex, who was uh, mutated by Apocalypse and given the powers of cloning, creating, and controlling mutant abilities. I'm like fucking drenched in sweat now. You got through it. Thank you. Did it. Mr. Sinister. Mr. Sinister and my sixth grade reading. And Brian Sinister. And Brian Sinister. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, and is I that remember the... Mr. Sinister. Yeah. He was, yeah, he's cool. I remember I had a uh, Mr. Sinister trading card. Did you say trading card or just card? Just got a trading card. Yeah, trading card. Uh, I like that one. I remember on the back it had like a point system for his abilities. Oh. And his were quite high. What did he look like again? Mr. He had Sinister? like a white face. There you go. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. Face. White face. And Widow's <laughs> Peak. Yeah, Widow's Peak and, and those kind of like a crazy cape, I guess. Yeah. Like bits. Yeah, it was like a torn cape looking thing. I mean, people don't even have to Google that now from our description. No, yeah, it's yeah, nuts. clarified. It was yeah. Just, yeah. Pretty much we painted a, a verbal image. A graphic yeah. novel on that one. Yeah. All right, let's move on because if. I've spoiled. I not only was it just spoiler, but I spoiled the news. <laughs> I love a spoiled spoiler. <laughs> What's oh, up next, eight? Ben Barnes has joined the cast of Marvel's Netflix exclusive TV series The Punisher, according to TV Line. The actor who appeared as Caspian in the Chronicles of Narnia: The Voyage of the Dawn Traitor, yep. Traitor, will star opposite John. Uh, uh, Bernthal's Frank Castle, aka The Punisher, as a series. Regular. <laughs> white details on his role. Uh, white white details on his role are being kept under wraps. Rumor has it Barnes will star as Bobby Saint. Wild. wild. I'm gonna go with that's wild. a typo. <laughs> Sorry, that's my. Fault. In addition to Marvel's The Punisher, Barnes will. Oh, for fuck's sake, guys! I'm just. I can't. You're going. You're doing well. You're almost through it. You're amazing. You're amazing. I'm. I'm. Um. I'm falling apart here. Barnes will here. In HBO's highly anticipated series, Westworld, a new trailer for the upcoming HBO series was recently revealed. If you go to HBO Go, you can see it. Yeah, have awesome. you guys seen the trailer no. for yeah, Westworld? Yeah, I've seen it. Thoughts? Yeah. God, I, don't, I don't know. It looks cool. I mean, it looks cool, but it's also like, I don't know how interested I am I am in in um, AI shit right now. It's just so much of it being made. And right. It looks very like HBO, nudity. Yeah. Kind of like a... Um, uh, Western, but like a sci-fi Western, which yeah. actually sci-fi Western is, I think, a cool thing. But That's cool. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, we'll see. Yeah, the the concept to me sounds really interesting about the whole kind of that. Do you know about it, Andrew? So the story's based on um, what's it called again? West Westworld. Westworld is is a, a world. Uh, set up like the Wild West um, that's inhabited right. by AI for people, humans to sort of fulfill and indulge in their fantasies or mm. whatever they want. Um, and it's kind of goes tits up basically. Um, but it looks interesting. Sounds wild. Yeah. Um, but yeah, going back to the Punisher, I did not realize they were making that. Um, obviously he played the Punisher in Daredevil. Yeah, yeah, he um, did a great job too. Popular. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. So that's really cool that they're um, yeah, I mean, yeah. doing that Marvel spin off. Yeah, I'm yeah. into it too. It I only cool. watched the first two seasons. Of De- uh, no, the first season of Daredevil, but it started in the second one. I was like, eh. 
Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I got, or maybe yeah. you got halfway through it. I got sick of that blonde fella. I tell you. Oh. Yeah. Oh, his yeah. partner? Yeah, I just couldn't handle him. Yeah. Yeah, he's a little angsty. Mm. Especially in the first season. <laughs> he's unbearable. Mm. I thought he got a bit better. He's kind of like uh, one dimensional. Like when he finds yeah. out that he's that he's Daredevil, he's always like, <laughs> "Yeah, but we were gonna have a lover. Oh, we were friends. <laughs> you lied to me." I don't know. It's just like that's the problem with the script. It's a script problem because it's like they they needed someone to do that. Basically, they like they needed like this no, like no, but betrayal it's, it's, it's plot his, point and like his lack of depth in that action. I suppose. Yeah. As an actor. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, no, I can see that for but, sure. But he's, I think he represents a really weak point in the writing of of, of it, too. Like, Sure. I, I, I don't know. There's something, yeah, there's just something not working. Yeah, I don't know. I blasted through season two. I just fucking binged it. And I had the same experience remember. with both seasons where I watched half and then just dropped it mm. without... It's not like a good show, really. Mm. I mean, I like the guy who plays Daredevil. He's, he's compelling. Really, yeah. He's yeah. great, yeah. Um, and he's been like he was from Boardwalk Empire. I can't remember his name right now, but Boardwalk Empire and a bunch. Of, he 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 works a lot, but um, he's good. But yeah, yeah, the show, the quality, it's there's some like real standout episodes. I think, but as a whole, sometimes I think both series one and series two. I mean, I think it's have... better than. Oh, sorry. No, no. I... Yeah, to speak because I couldn't really find the end of that thought anyway. <laughs> well, I think it, I, I think it, like as far as like Netflix Marvel shows, it's like better than Jessica Jones. I mean, to me, Jessica Jones oh, is yeah. like one of the worst shows ever. Like, I hate that. Yeah. I fucking oh, I hate haven't that. Seen it. That's awful. Yeah, she's great though. She was in um, Breaking Bad, right? That actress was she. What's her I name? She was Jesse's girlfriend in Breaking Bad. Uh, she could have been. I'm not. I'm actually not not sure. Um, she yeah, but she's. I think she's good, but I again, it was just like I don't know. It was like sloppy. Like the story was sloppy, and the writing was just like sometimes unbelievably bad. Like unbelievably right. bad. But, mm. um, but yeah, the Punisher he is a fascinating character. So I think I think it could be cool. Yeah, I don't know this actor. Are you familiar with him? Uh, so yeah, he obviously was the Punisher in the previous season. Prior to that, I'd seen him. In The Walking Dead. Oh, of course. He's The Walking Dead guy. Right, 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 right. Cool. Yeah. Thanks, Nate, for reading the movie news. Continuing your blowdown, Adrian will share the game news. Number one. This last week has seen the release of a new console from Sony, the PS4 Pro. Although not quite a next-gen console. It still features several hardware enhancements that will improve gameplay, visuals, and video playback. It includes the following specs. 4K and HDR resolution output. More than double GPU from the PS4. Boosted clock rate of the CPU. One terabyte hard drive. Um, The only one I could really clarify is uh the one terabyte hard drive yeah that's what i understood of those things and 4k and 4k and, 4K. Yeah. and a little bit better like cpu or something what yeah. what boosted clock rate on the cpu is maybe like frame rate no one knows yeah no one knows <laughs> no, okay no one knows but the previous console didn't have that so yeah yeah and that's all you need to know yeah. but it's like still like not what don't, a pc had okay no okay don't. all right let's not question it yeah i won't all right sure 
It will release on November 10th, 2016, re- retailing for 399 US dollars. Despite its support of 4K output for games and apps, engagement, no, Engadget, I'm going to go with this, Engadget, confirmed that there will be no Ultra HD Blu-ray support for the PS4 Pro, and the only 4K will come from streaming, games, and apps. Sony announced that both upcoming and some previously released games would be getting forward compatibility to upscale the games to work with the PS4 Pro's 4K and HDR support, to name a few. Um, I'm yeah, going to read a list of games here. All right. Uncharted 4, The Last of Us, Remastered, The Witness, FIFA 17, uh, FIFA, uh, Rise sure. of the Tomb Raider, Battlefield 1, Dishonored 2, Watch Dogs 2, For Honor, Spider-Man, Days Gone, Horizon, Zero Dawn. Brilliant. Full list can be found online. The <laughs> PS4 Pro will be released on November 10th, 2016, retailing for $399. US dollars. Uh, um, thank you, Alex. Yeah, just, yeah sorry. Uh, led just me down that garden path. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to uh, emphasize Really? The point bring that, that up? <laughs> yeah, a little bit uh, of a track. Okay. Um, so, a lot of games, which, yep. and what we're saying is, is that they can scale up to 4K. They're going to release a, yep. a yep. patch. Yep. And this forward compatibility for anyone who. For those forward compatibility yeah. games. Yeah, I yeah, guess yeah. so, yeah. Yeah. And that that was the big that was the the words at this year's um, thingajig the E three Gamescom whatever sure. it was yeah um, everybody was talking about forward compatibility and this idea that everything is compatible with everything that's come before and mm. that will come thereafter yeah that's the whole thing and that the whole idea of the next generation or, or like they're going to chuck out the window the whole idea that you know every four or seven years or whatever it is you got to buy your new generation yeah. console. Games. Yeah. They're basically kind of trying to turn them into computers. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. It's sort of like aligning themselves to PCs, isn't it, where you're upgrading the hardware, but essentially... The box is the yeah, thing. Yeah, keeping your software. I think stuff. so, yeah. Yeah. Um, how do you guys feel about with the 4K only being compatible really for games and streaming and not for ultra Blu-ray HD thingamajigs? Um, I well, think that... Oh, that I mean, it? I think we have to question the whole... 4k thing it's i think really hard to get a completely organic 4k home theater experience yeah you need a projector you need like the right cabling and Mm -hmm. you need or the right tv and it's not um it's not an easy thing right now to achieve yeah yeah and in terms of actual resolution and perceptible detail i think there are I think there is maybe a bigger visual difference between higher frame rate than actual pixels at that point. But that makes sense. um, I think, yeah. um, I I mean, I also think that that's going to be the next step is Mm -hmm. that we do away with hard copy, um, hard copy film. You know what I mean? Blu-rays will be obsolete in the next five years. Really, probably. Yeah, I'm assuming so. People yeah. will talk about their Blu-ray collection like it's vinyl. You know what I mean? Like at some point, mm-hmm. so it makes sense for them to stop investing in that way in what will be very, very shortly obsolete technology. Totally. Yeah. Good point. I mean, it's all information now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, it was always all information. I mean, that was a stupid thing to say. Whatever. Yeah. Um, shall we go to the uh, next section two? Number sure. two. Yeah. Number two. <laughs> Staying on Sony news. 
the PS4 Pro will be released on November 10th. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, that's What's a little, retail is a caper, yeah, huh? Uh, $399. Oh, how did I know that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's a, that's a gag. Um, no, staying on Sony News, PSVR, the VR headset from Sony, will be released on October 3rd. Sorry. Hold on, did you say that? You said gag, right? That's a gag. Oh, okay, yeah. gotcha. A joke. Yeah, yeah you no. You didn't say gags? No, no. It sounded like you the said, that's gay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. No, it sounds, yeah, yeah. I'd never sure. say that. Yeah. I know you wouldn't. Anyway, um, let's not. I'm just gonna keep. Yeah, go for I'm, it. I'm gonna I'm move sorry. forward. Yeah. The VR headset from the Sony will be released on October 13th, 2016. Priced at, wait for it, three ninety nine. Oh, how did I know? <laughs> three hundred ninety nine US dollars. It will come with an eight game demo disc, which will include Drive Club VR, PlayStation VR Worlds, Rigs Mechanized Combat League, Tumble VR, Battlezone, Eve Valkyrie, Wayward Sky, and Headmaster. Headmaster. This one. Okay, yeah. sure. And that is all. I'm still yet to be convinced by VR. So VR. Well, it, it sounds like they're yet to be convinced about VR too because <laughs> half the game titles have VR. It's <laughs> virtual reality. You know, you know. Yeah. What is Headmaster? Is that like you walk around just scolding <laughs> students? Like what? I don't know. Detention! Man, that, he looked so vivid as he ran by right before I like paddled him. Like what? Let me, uh, what school Adrian did you moves, go to? While Adrian moves on to the next one, I, I don't recall just... being paddled at school anytime oh, no. recently. Okay. I'm sure you blocked it out. This is what it is. You head virtual balls. Oh, like headbutting them. Oh. Debagging like, game. Yeah. <laughs> oh, isn't that, doesn't that have a tie into that HBO series <laughs> somehow? I'm not quite sure in what yeah, way. So, yeah. Um. Where you physically head virtual footballs and other odd things. Oh. So it's like Fruit Ninja, but for headbutting things. Yeah, so Sounds imagine like being a... in your living room, like, doing <laughs> that. <laughs> like a recipe for a tweaked neck, yeah, if you ask exactly. me. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, VR, let's see what happens. Let's I'm, see what I'm not too excited about personally, though. I'm in agreement with you guys. Not, not until I will it join comes with, like, a... a um, uh, what, what do you call those chambers that like salt water things that you float in? Oh, yeah, like uh, where you don't have experience. You don't chirogenic tanks. We know where you don't no, experience like flotation. Oh, uh, sen- sensory deprivation tank. Yeah, yeah, until VR comes with a sensory deprivation tank, I'm not going to be excited. Yeah, about it. Adrian, I think you just <laughs> what you just come up with something. <laughs> just, I just cracked it wide open. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Well, um, that's good. So number three, three. This week saw the Apple Keynote. Launched the new iPhone 7 and Apple Watch Series 2, each including new specs and upgraded OS. The big gaming news to come from the keynote was the arrival of Mario to the Apple Store in the form of a new game called Mario Run. Mario creator Shinguru Miyamoto Perfect. Uh, surprised everyone at the Apple conference when he appeared to present the game himself. Wow. Yeah. But apparently, I read it. Are you, do you have more? Super Mario Super Run. Mobile, this yep. This, okay. is, this is just sit back, put your feet yeah. up. All right. Um, I got it. If you want to go have a cup of tea or another beer or something, yep. do that now. Super Mario Run is an auto runner style game where Mario moves forward on his own. Players then use a single finger to touch the screen to make him jump to avoid obstacles and enemies. Miyamoto empathized. Empathized. Emphasized. Not empathy. Nice. Yeah. 
emphasized yeah. the fact that you could play the game with only one hand. Ah. Since Mario <laughs> runs on his own in the game, you can use your non-playing hand to do any number of things like eat a hamburger <laughs> on the stage. Uh, have a wank. I mean, uh, oh! sorry, he didn't say that. Um, okay. And unspecified. That was just my own thoughts. Sure. But you could. Yeah, you could. If yeah. you wanted to, you could do the ironing. You could vacuum. Yeah. You could yeah. um, make a sandwich. Yeah. You could drive the car. Don't don't advise that one, but yeah. you could do it. You could. An unspecified portion of the game will be available for free, while players can pay a set purchase price. That's in inverted commas, or um, what do you call it? Quotations. Yeah. Uh, to access more content. Though uh, though pricing has not been confirmed, it's been predicted that the game will easily, that's also in quotes, sure reach yeah. 1 billion downloads oh my yeah. God. with the success of Pokemon Go, which saw Nintendo's shares rise to record levels despite not creating the game. This could be another massive win for the company as it embarks on this new era and partnership. But apparently, yeah. it's basically, did you guys ever play that game Temple Run? Yep. It's Temple Run with Mario as the character running. Yeah, so I mean Temple Run had is the view where you're running you you see your runner from behind. Yeah. Uh this is classic Mario platform style. View. Oh. So it looks like a Mario game. Oh, it oh, looks like oh, Super Mario. Oh, got it, got it, got it, got it. Um and essentially I actually watched the Apple keynote from start to finish for the first time, which was interesting. Uh-huh. Um, lots of nerdgasm moments. Um, but the game, yeah, th- th- there's different kind of multiplayer aspects to the game also where you can play online with people um, where essentially you you try and get high, like beat each other's points oh, you're like on trying each to level. Get... Oh, okay, cool. Um, that's cool. uh, but it looks really cool, and I think it it looks and feels like a Mario game, which is really exciting. That's cool. Um, yeah, that is cool. And the fact that it's it's starting this partnership with Apple, I think, is um, interesting. Is an interesting direction because Nintendo yeah. have always tended to Go you know, keep to themselves. Yeah. in a way. Well, it's also interesting for Apple as well, sort of. Yeah, like they're going going in that. Yeah. Well, um, a part Direction of the a part of the oh. Apple keynote was there was a presentation about the new processing power of the new iPhone Seven, mm-hmm. um, and how that's going to influence gaming on on the phones, mm-hmm. because it's it's quickly becoming one of the biggest gaming devices. devices. Like yeah. Right. Right. Sure. Um, games, right. Especially when you count the number of downloads from the App Store. Um, and so they promoted, I can't remember, oh, it was like, it's called Oz. So it's about, it's like set in the world of Oz. Um, uh, and it was like a role-playing game. Um, but, but yeah, the, the point I'm making is that, that they were kind of doing this whole big pitch about the iPhone now having more capabilities to, to improve the look and design of games and how essentially they're becoming, you know, hmm. a, a more popular yeah. gaming device. Yeah. Um, and I think... You know, with Nintendo well, and Mario think, coming to the console, it's reflecting that. Yeah, well, and I, I think mobile <coughs> devices have they 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 probably hit the broadest market. I mm-hmm. imagine, right? Mm-hmm. The, the broadest demographic. Yeah, like you've got sixty-year-old, seventy-year-old people playing their puzzles and doing whatever else, and then mm-hmm. all the way down to you know the youngest users of you know ten, eight, however young your kid is who has a phone. Yeah, right. and both genders as well. You know, there's games for everybody. 
on that sort of device. Yep. Um, yeah. Do you guys play Pokemon really Go? Uh, no, I don't. You don't. No, I don't either. No. No, but I really think it. You know, it's got that whole. That's a huge demographic to be able. Yeah, to absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I guess game developers know that they can keep you totally invested in the game 24 seven, like mm. through notifications and mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Right. 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 When right. phones are loading, you like, come back and play, come back and play. Yeah. You know, it's, it's worst, like, right? um, yeah. so yeah, yeah, that's interesting. It'll be interesting to see how that kind of plays out with, with the processing power of phones, you know, getting greater and therefore the quality of your games getting greater, you know, yeah. in the direction it goes in. Dude, I've just become so completely addicted to playing chess on my phone. Chess. There's, there's this app called chess.com. So where you posted this is a so you posted a couple of nights ago. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a little mini video. Yeah. Like a time lapse of you playing a It was like a click through like yeah, you can go back and like review your games and like yeah. click through and analyze it. And it was a victory you had over a guy in the Philippines. In the Philippines, yeah. And so that that's that app. Yeah, that's that app. Yeah. So you play with like real people and you have a ranking and it gets so fucking intense because I play 10 minute games. So it gets to this point where it's like you're losing, but like strategically you might be able to like run the clock out so that both players have to start playing like super fucking fast. And it's just, it's like I've become dude. I've it's unhealthy. I've been, become like unhealthily addicted to this stupid wow. app. Well, and because just... it's on my phone, it's like, I can do it. Yeah. Whenever, yeah. like literally whenever I'll be like, <laughs> <laughs> but then like people try to talk to me while I'm playing and it requires so much concentration that it's mm. like things have really, you know, it's really affected my relationship badly. What about, <laughs> what about, well, I mean, were you, were you a chess player before? Yeah. Yeah. I've okay. been playing chess. Like, yeah, I used to play competitively and that's kind of what is fun about it right. for me. It's like, I can beat most people. Right. But like you can still, you still go up in ranking. So it's like, I'm going yeah, up so in rank, so play... now the guys I'm playing are like get harder and harder right. and harder. But as a result, the games become more interesting. So it's like you want to get your rank up because like you want to see the more creative plays by like the better players. So yeah. it's like, oh, dude, it's a fucking nightmare. So I'm so I... addicted. Fuck that. May I ask what rank you are now? Uh, I just broke a thousand today. So the higher the higher your number, the better. Yeah. So. I started off at like 1300 because I was playing my brother-in-law who's ranked like really high. Yeah. And then I was like playing on this, this road trip and I was like kind of drunk and tired and I lost like 50 games and my rank went all the way down to like 800. And then, so you chose I've been your playing the last rank. two. No, it's just like it placed me. So I think everyone right, okay. starts at like 500 or something. I don't know. Right. Then I was playing my brother a lot, a lot. And he's like, really highly ranked and he's yeah. a really good player and whatever it was just yeah wow little tangent sorry guys that's just right had to, i had to un- right. i had to tell someone no di- mobile devices and apps ruining people's lives <laughs> dude for sure and i'm not into that pokemon <laughs> shit but like i bet i like if you got had it and you got yeah. into it you totally would be well there. i'm a sucker for like the idea of rarity like and right. i think like most people are right there's this article that came out about it in the new yorker how mm. like this writer witnessed this huge flood in central park of people because there was some rare pokemon and yeah it's like, okay it's such a strange idea you know but it's mm. like people really it's like 
to have something rare that other people can't well, have. It's like part of what it is to be human. Totally. Like we like seek that. Like, yeah. And when you think of those games, um, you know, the, the hack and slash ones where you run around like Diablo, for example, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And oh, all yeah. you're doing is just mining, you're, yeah. you're farming for, yeah. for, for, you know, objects and whatever. Yeah. So that's that whole thing. It's right? dude. And it's I like got gambling. so addicted. It's gambling. It is. It's, it's gambling. gambling. Yeah. You're looking to, you're looking to get the jackpot. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 Totally. Um, anyway, Peter Molyneux, uh, who is known for the Fable series, has a new game called The Trail. Uh, working with 22 cans, The Trail has just appeared on iTunes in the Philippines, spotted by Kotaku. Um, the free-to-download game appears to be a breezy affair in which you guide your avatar along a path pardon me, that leads uh, through beautiful landscapes. There seems to be crafting and trading with the end goal of making your fortune. Yeah, this game... That sounds cool. Yeah, it looks really cool. Um, I didn't know anything about it. Uh, Obviously, Al dropped us some notes earlier about a few things that he wanted us to chat about, that being one of them. So we looked up a trailer. Yeah, really beautiful game design. Um, Yeah, it, it looks really beautiful. I don't know when it's coming out. I think it's for iOS device, uh, for smartphones. Um, it's obviously dropped in the Philippines, but I don't know when it's going to be out uh, uh, in other countries yet. Right. But I definitely recommend looking it up. Go on YouTube, check out, um, yeah, look up like the trail, 22 cans. Um, beautiful little gameplay trailer. Um, looks like a fun little game. It looks, to me, it looks like how I wanted the flood, uh, the flood and the fire is that what it was called? Uh, it looks like that. Like, or like, looks like how I wanted that game to be. Right. Um, the, oh no, the fire and the flood, sorry. Which mm-hmm. was like an isometric game where you're essentially um, going down this river and stopping at different points and gathering resources and crafting. That sounds awesome. It sounds awesome and visually it's beautiful. Um, maybe you'd be really good at, at it actually. And it's a survival-based game on like yeah. how, you, how can you manage with your resource gathering and well, crafting. You saw how I went with The Long Night, didn't you? Or whatever it was called. Was it what it was called? You know that game? Long Night. You know that one that we... Uh, that oh, yeah, exactly. House, that demo one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think this one... Yeah, you'd probably kill it. Because I, I was so excited about it. Oh, um, I know that game that you're talking about. That survival game, right? Mm-hmm. You have to like make little tinder and like fucking yep. hide in a little bush. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so the fire in the flood is, um, is very much like that. Cool. Uh, I'm going to check that out. Um, is that what it's called? The Fire and the Flood? Yeah. Um, but I found it, I lost patience with it really quickly and found it very difficult. Um, much more difficult than I was expecting. I right. could only get so far in the journey. I'm going to, I'm going to get that. That um, sounds awesome. Um, and it's beautifully designed. And this kind of reminds me of that with its sort of design and its aesthetic. But like they say in that little write-up you just read, um, there seems to be a bit more of a breeziness and calmness to it mm-hmm. like okay. there's the, the stakes are the stakes aren't as high um so i feel the trail would be right on my street but yeah cool, cool. all right oh. and uh number five number five oh. some games available for digital download on xbox on Joton. uh people should check it out it's special the che- cheering test is less special but still well worth checking out <laughs> 
very sleek. Okay, this those is are like a note to, to us from Al. I'm going to just try and translate this into... <laughs> yeah. into I mean, he does speak English. Uh, he is an Englishman, but it uh, doesn't necessarily make sense. So it uh, looks like uh, you should be checking out Jotun uh, on Xbox On. Uh, it looks like a, a good... One. Oh, one. That's, I was going to say Sorry. they released I... an On. That sounds weird. <laughs> Uh, Xbox One, I was, thought I would have heard about that if that was the case. Um, you should check that out. Nothing much there. He said it's special. And uh, the Turing or the tu- Turing? Turing? The, the Turing test is that. Um, the Turing test? Is that how you'd say that? I have heard of the Turing test. I yeah, can't remember what it is. It's exactly. less special, but still worth checking out. So that's. Yeah. Let's call them. Let's call that section Al's hot tip. To jump back a step, yeah. sorry, I said the fire in the flood. It's the f- flame in the flood. Ah, uh, copy that, copy that, copy that, copy that, copy that. Yeah, copy. There it is in you. Um, Ooh, it is pretty. It's very pretty. It's beautiful. So I reckon we should definitely have that as a segment. Al's, Al's hot, hot tip. tip. Yeah, Al's yeah. hot so tip. That was the first segment of Al's hot tip. You heard it first here on, on Al's, Al's hot, hot tip. 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 Um. Um. Yep, and oh, uh, there's some other there. other. Yeah, I'm gonna ignore those. Uh, but he does say thank you, everyone, and love you all. So, oh, thank you, Thanks, Al. Al, and thank you, Adrian, for reading the games news. I'm sorry. So, uh, so pleased to be here. Sorry that a bit of it was a slight novella, but uh, uh, what better novella than a Mario novella? Exactly I ask you that. Exactly. So. Great. So moving on from news, um, I was in the shower today. Tell me about Tell it. Tell me more, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what and were was, you doing? Well, I was, I was, I was washing. I oh, started. You, it, yeah. you weren't cleaning the shower. You were actually. No, showering. I was having a shower. Okay, yeah. sure. Um, and no clothes then. No clothes, and uh-huh. uh, the water was not so hot. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, there's been some works on the water around our. Okay, sure. So You're I didn't have cold. enough sort of hot water or water pressure, mm-hmm. um, and I thought, you know, if I. What could I do to change this situation? You know, I had soap suds sure. all over my body. Of course you did. In every crevice Sounds and like crack. you needed you needed you needed something. I needed something. I was like, how can I fix this? Sure. It was so, like you needed something I mean, financial to yeah, yeah, I think, a different um, house. Maybe monetary. you could Yeah. Yeah. So I bust open the window. And you said stood there naked and soapy oh, and yeah. screamed out. Chris Pratt, can you give me some money? Give me some money now, give me baby. Some money. So that means. Oh, that was hot. That yes. story was hot. Thank hot, you. Hot. And it can only mean one thing this week's movie and game releases. So, starting with movies coming out on Friday, the 16th. Is <laughs> the 13th, yo? But it's Friday the 16th. Oh, okay. <laughs> I can get do, do, do. Jesus fucking Christ. Read the news. God. Okay, so first uh, movie coming out and the one I am the most excited about. So maybe I shouldn't start with it, but I will. Blair Witch. Oh. Which is the sequel to the famous and very, very successful. Once upon a time, I think it was the most successful. Um, ROI. Independent film ever. Uh, um, the Blair Witch Project, which came out in '99 or '98. Um, so this film is Blair, just simply called Blair Witch. Sure. Um, after discovering a video showing what he believes to be his sister's experience in the demonic woods, 
His sister possibly is Heather from the first one. Yeah, we'll could find be. Out. Um, in the demonic woods of the Blair Witch, James and a group of friends head to the forest in search of his lost, lost sibling. It's directed by Adam Wingard and written by Simon Barrett, who are known for their work on the uh, VHS horror franchise. Um, stars James Allen McCune, Kaylee Hernandez, Corbin Reed. Early reviews on this are uh, really, really positive. Oh. Um, yeah, it looks really awesome. Um, uh, and I'm very excited. I was a huge fan of the first one. Um, their marketing campaign at the time of the release of the Blair Witch Project was so smart and so clever because for ages, like leading up to it, people were like, is this real? Or is people it real? thought, yeah, it was one of those first found footage. Well, not first, but it was one so, of the early ones that did it so well. Yeah, yeah. attached with that kind of marketing campaign of yeah. let's play it for absolute sort of real, the truth and the way they set up the website and yeah. all that sort of stuff. And I got totally... I got totally invested in that. So I'm really excited that uh, they're doing this one because they did have a Blair Witch 2 sort of sequel after Blair Witch Project, which was awful. Right. Um, in terms of the plot, though, I'm thinking about those characters. I'm like, you're asking to be in a horror film doing that, aren't you? Yeah, it's a little yeah. bit... Um, Going out to the forest to find the body or find your missing sister who was in the original. But Adrian, you know, it was probably there were probably drugs involved. There was probably drinking. And listen, yeah. at that age, do you really think you can die? You know, you feel like you could just live forever. Invincible. So, yeah. you know, they go yeah. out. What could go wrong? Yeah, and They probably, probably tried tobacco probably, for the first time. Exactly. Yeah. Well... Yeah, maybe. I mean, probably. it could probably. happen. Most likely. Putting Somewhat. Most likely. Out there, but. I'd be pretty surprised if no one died. No one. If no yeah, one, yeah, if no one died, I'd be pretty like, oh man, this actually turned out to be really useful. They got a lot of information. Yeah. He got yeah. closure. He got closure. Yeah. Um, it was scary because um, <laughs> what's her name? She lost her shoe, and we were like, oh, yeah. how's she gonna make the rest of the hike? But <laughs> yeah, luckily they had brought sandals. So and yeah. then one of the guys was like thinking, well, if I do this camping trip, I can hook up with one of the girls. Yeah, but, but that became a journey of self-discovery and him yeah, realizing eventually. that it's not about sex and, uh, yeah, and that exactly. sort of physical kind of relationship and that she's actually a really beautiful, amazing person. Yeah. So, so I'm really looking forward to the next trademark one. trademark this? <laughs> <laughs> Should we like, yeah. just copyright that right now? It's <laughs> good spoof material there. <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely, I'm definitely going to go out and see that one. I showed, I showed Bethany the trailer and she's like, that's not scary. Um, so she will go and see it with me now. And we'll see. We'll Did see you see Don't Breathe? I haven't seen Don't Breathe yet. Have you, Adrian? Um, no. No. What is that? It's the new, it's like this new horror movie that's out. It's yeah, supposed to be really good. Doing Everyone's really, still, really well. I haven't seen it, but it's... I, yeah. I'm scared of scary movies. That you makes know? sense. Me too. Um, it was actually Al that got me into horror films. Oh. Yeah. See, uh, yeah, we haven't, I haven't, haven't been down that path. I, I'm really, I really want to. Yeah. But I, I just... Would you come and watch Blair Witch with Bethany and I? I'd need to watch the first one first, then. I don't... Yeah, man. No, I don't... I think you'd go into this. Because I feel like they set it up. Even in the trailer, they set up the mythology. The last scary movie I watched was The Ring. In we, 19... Wow. Maybe 2000. Probably around the same maybe, time. Actually, it would have been... 2002 or something like the that. The US yeah. version or the like the Japanese version? The US one. Yeah. Yeah. And did that scare you? Uh, I think, yeah, I thought it was a bit scary in my bits. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Ah, so scary. Yeah, there's lots of fucking scary, creepy shit that fucking girl did. Shit, yep. Like with the videos with the vi- and like coming out of the screens and the oh, wet, yeah. dripping looking mangled <laughs> fucking scary. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? 
Yeah, some scary shit. There's images in that film that uh, in my head that, uh, and I've seen plenty of films since then, and I can't remember any of them, but I can definitely remember that one. Well, would you be prepared to watch The Blair Witch Project? Maybe. What if yeah. I said, come over, Adrian, we'll watch The Blair Witch Project, yeah. and then we'll go see The Blair Witch. Sounds great. Okay. Let's do it. Let's do it. Nate, you in? Uh, I wouldn't be able to sleep for days, but sure, if it meant hanging out with you guys, I guess I'd be interested. Great. You Great. can uh, you can, you can, can be the meat in our sandwich. We'll keep you warm and scare-free. Secure. As long as I have two thick thighs to grab when I get jumped. You know it. That's where I can't... What I don't like is getting jumped. You don't I like, like scary, jump scares? I like weird, scary, like all that shit's cool, but I feel betrayed when a movie makes me jump like that and mm. I know it's coming and then it... I'm like, Still oh, it's passed, it. and then Still it hasn't it. passed, and then yeah. it does it. Mm. I'm like, fuck, fuck I didn't you. enjoy that. <laughs> and then afterwards, I feel tense and kind of, like, yeah. I walk out of the theater, and I'm like, <laughs> 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 I hope people, anyway, let's move on. Jesus Christ. Uh, okay, another horror movie coming out uh, this Friday is Bridget Jones' Baby. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, which Enough is the said. third film in this series. Um, well, on IMDb, it just all it says under the brief is the continuing adventures of British publishing publishing executive Bridget Jones as she enters her forties. That's it. Stars Renee Zellweger, Colin Firth, and Patrick Dempsey. I loved well, the first Bridget Jones. It covers so, it, doesn't it? Yeah, that. Yeah, log line. It does. It does. It, it does. covers it. I don't. It does. But she enters it. her forties, having possibly. Two baby daddies, I think, is the premise. Yeah, uh, that is the premise. I yeah. saw the trailer. The poster will that definitely impli- is implied on the yeah. poster. Yeah. She's like, ooh, and then Colin Firth over one yeah. shoulder and Patrick Dempsey over yeah. the other. It's like, why make a yeah. mistake? Why, why can't these movies like be true to the actual ideas involved? In other words, what if it was like a fucked up drama, like Bridget Jones, but like it's fucking dark? You know, like that's the movie I. I know I hate to bring That'd it back cool. to that, like let's take it literal, like okay, they're in the forest and haha, it's funny, there's no danger, but like yeah, yeah. How crazy would it be if they took a franchise like Bridget Jones and then they were like, like fucked up jealousy and these two guys just like destroying their own lives, just like trying to be with her and she's That's like brutal drama. She has like this like really fucking like fucked up problem where she can't decide. You know, well, either of the I haven't watched any of these films. Was Colin Firth or the other guy in either of the Col- first ones? Yeah, Colin Firth Col- is in the first two he's the original that's what i thought yeah okay and inevitably the guy she'll end up with in this one which is the original bridget jones's diary is an adaptation of pride and prejudice i didn't know that yeah it's very different than pride and prejudice's name is Dar- last name is darcy oh of course and then the funny thing is is that he played mr darcy in the and pride what and right, a right. mr darcy there you go. he was yeah. i tell you yeah. i tell you yeah Used to watch that with my mum, and he's a great Mr. Darcy. He is. He is. He's a heartbreaker. But he I was just looking. He's he's fifty six. Yep. I think of him as older. How old he meant to be in this film? Because I've seen the poster, and I'm like, Ooh, mate, you're too old for this. Yeah. 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 Well, I think. I mean, it depends on how old she's meant to be. She's entering her forties, or she's in her late forties. Yeah. I mean, let's it... be clear. Because she, I mean, I mean, her as an actress, she must be older than forty as well. Like. Which is fine, but I, I just, it's just like... It's hard to tell. They've all had so much Botox. It's he doesn't like look like he fits in that world. When I look at the poster, I go, you're looking a bit rough around the edges. Rough for that, yeah. yeah. That's why she didn't know who to have the baby with. Like, I love this guy more, but this other guy is younger. Yeah. Yeah. God. Damn it. 
Okay, also coming out is Snowden, which is about uh, the true events um, surrounding the NSA employee Edward Snowden after he leaked, or prior to and leading up to when he leaked thousands of classified documents to the press. Uh, who would direct such a real-life political story? Oliver Stone. Oh. Surprise, oh. surprise. He also wrote it uh, with Kieran Fitzgerald. Stars Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Right, Snowden. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Uh, Shailene Woodley. Uh, Zachary Quinto and Tom Wilkinson, among others. You know, Justin Gordon-Levitt can't bring me to a movie. I'm not, like, excited to see that guy. Really? Yeah, he just... I don't know. In I what just, way? You don't, like, think he's a good actor? Or some... Just, well, I guess, I guess of... you... I mean, look, I'm sure he's a great actor. I mean, he works all the time, whatever. Yeah. But, like, I just think there's something about him that doesn't fascinate me. Like, I, like some actors, it's, it's known as such an interesting character and... I don't know. It's just sort of like ah. Oh, it's just I've, I've seen, I don't know. I've seen the trailers of that, and I'm like, oh, maybe. Yeah, I watched the trailer this afternoon. I was impressed at his um, his his voice change, characterization. Yeah, and his characterization now. Yeah. Um, but I can see where you're coming from, Nate. There's something about uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt that I I feel like he's a little vain. I feel like in his performances. Yeah, for me, little, like, it, there's something that. Uh, there lacks a sort of sense of charisma. And I don't mean in the sense of like his looks or, but something doesn't uh, yeah. mesmerize me in his Like if you see Matthew McConaughey, you're like, you're entertained. You know, you're just like, Matt, you don't know what he's going to, he's like dangerous. He's unpredictable. Yeah. And it doesn't matter whether it's like whatever the role is, whether it's bad or good yeah. in those simple terms, but you want to be spellbound. I don't, you don't, do you know what I mean? Like you want to, like, you want to be pulled in yeah. and invested in that performance. Like Tom Hanks, you're like, oh shit, I'd see that. It's fucking Tom Hanks. It's yeah. like, he's so interesting. Yeah. Joseph Gordon-Levitt is not interesting. That's the thing for me. It's just not. Right. So anyway. Yeah, no, I get that sometimes with him. For sure. I don't want to see that movie. Um, Okay. Oh, my computer's gone funny. Uh, also coming out, if I can get my notes up really quickly. Sorry, everyone listening. I just lost my notes. Okay, coming up. And finally, coming out on Friday the 16th is Mr. Church, um, which is directed by Bruce Beresford, written by Susan McMartin. stars Eddie Murphy, Britt Robinson, and Madison Wolf. Mr. Church tells the story of a unique friendship that develops when a little girl and her dying mother retain the services of a talented cook, Henry Joseph Church. What begins as a six-month arrangement instead spans into 15 years and creates a family bond that lasts forever. Uh, this is Eddie Murphy taking a dramatic turn, and from what I've read so far, people are very impressed by his performance. There may even be some Oscar buzz. Oh, oh really? Of course. Yeah. See it. I would go see it purely, purely just to see him act again. Yeah, yeah. you know, and, and and to I'd love to see him in a dramatic role. Yeah. I always, I think he's, he's kind of is a pretty amazing guy. Yeah, yeah he's an incredible man. And uh, the trailers look like, you know, it looks sort of like one of those heart wrenching, right? Kind of, is it heart pulling? Is that what you say? Pulling the heartstrings, that yeah. kind of vibe. Um. But What's I don't know. Called? It looks like there's mm-hmm. sort of a sincerity to it as well, and a sincerity in in, their, in the female actress's performance, uh, and and Eddie Murphy's. What's it called again? Uh, Mr. Church. Mr. Church. I'm gonna yeah, go check so that out when I get home. That could be interesting. 
Okay, so that's uh, our movie releases. Just... All right, all right, all right. Oh my God, I'm mesmerized. Uh, moving on to game releases really quickly. Uh, coming out on Tuesday, September 13th. So when you're listening to this, you can also go and get one of these games. Uh, coming out on Xbox One, PS4 and PC, Bioshock The Collection. Bioshock. Bio. Shock. Uh, also coming out on Xbox One, PS4, and PC, Dead Rising, Dead Rising 2, and Dead Rising 2 Off the Record. Um, another one on PS4 coming out is Don't Starve Together. Um, on v- I won't read that one. Xbox One, PS4, PC, NASCAR Heat Evolution. Um, NHL 17 on Xbox One, PS4. Pac-Man Championship Edition 2 on Xbox One, PS4, and PC. Um... Pro Evo Soccer 2017 on Xbox One, PS4, PS3, 360, and PC. That was one of my favorite uh, soccer slash football games for a long, long time. Um, also coming out is Recore, um, Slain, Back from Hell, and The Witness, the amazing puzzle game that was on PS4, which uh, if you go back, you will hear Al say many wonderful things about it, um, is now coming out on Xbox One. So there are games. All right. Okay. Cool. So I'm going to quickly move on to this weekend that just passed uh, box office releases. Uh, box office. What's the thing? Box office. Box office. Results. Last weekend's uh, box office results before we predict for this weekend. My computer is just acting really funny. Okay. So. Uh, counting down from our... Oh, I can't scroll because it's freaking out. I'm going to start from our top 10. Sure. Coming into the top 10 is a Sausage Party. Okay. Which is already grossed just under 100 million uh, domestically. Okay. Uh, coming in at nine, Hell or High Water. Uh, number eight. Oh my God, my computer's freaking out. Number... You connected to the right Wi-Fi? I'm not even connected. Oh my God. It's just going freaky... Wait, so where's Sausage Party? You don't ten. know. Oh, 10. Wait, when did it come out? A couple uh, weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's been out for a while. Oh, it has, okay. Yeah. Coming in at number eight, Bad Moms. Have you seen that yet, Nate? I remember last time you said you wanted to see it? No, I still... I shouldn't admit this. I still have to see it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, because there, uh, there was a connection there, wasn't there? producer. Okay. <laughs> I tried to pirate it, but the copy was so bad I couldn't watch it. He didn't mean any of that. <laughs> number seven Pete's Dragon uh, six Kubo and the Two Strings which I really really want to see uh, at five The Wildlife four Suicide Squad which is still there still there and earned over 307 million domestically wow. so I really thought that was going to sink me too but it's really held onto its place and it is pulling in the cash Jesus which is crazy because it's have you seen like it? Everyone's seen it. I've seen it. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. I didn't see it just because everybody's like, Brr. yeah, everyone oh, says yeah. it's shitty. I was fucking watching it at home. Uh, coming in number three, dropping down from first spot is Don't Breathe, the horror film we mentioned not long ago. Uh, at number two, When the Bow Breaks. When the Bow Breaks? What do you say? Bow or Bow? Bow. Bow, of course, yeah. When the Bow Breaks. And coming in at number one, uh, with a weekend gross of 35 million, Sully, starring Tom Hanks. Uh I don't know. I'm not actually, actually speaking, I was like, I'll watch anything. I don't really want to watch Sully. I don't really want to watch that. <laughs> yeah, but it's like um, Bridge of Spies or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, that was a good film, but 
It was just a, like a film with Tom Hanks in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It didn't blow mm. me away. It didn't excite me. And yeah. I feel the same way about Sully. I'm like, eh, who cares? Okay. So- I think I think he should like, I don't know. I think he should get away from this sort of perfect hero role thing that he's doing. That's what he does. But that's what he does. But it's not what he's always done. Yes, it is. No. No, he used to do like when, crazy screwballs. That's true. years, years. It's been a long ass time, like fucking thirty years. Yeah, yeah. But it would be great to see him because he's so he's such a good imp- like comedic improviser yeah. and like such an incredible natural clown. It's like, well, the funny thing is, is um, uh, talking about the screwball roles and stuff. There's a great Desert Island Desert Island disc podcast you guys heard of desert island disc uh it's a podcast done by bbc radio basically they interview people from all different sort of walks of life um and ask them what seven or eight discs would they take if they're on the desert island um, discs discs or like songs or albums or whatever right um and they, movies? no just just music um but then how Do you have a device to play the music i don't think they get into that detail but they probably they would. Do. yeah, okay. yeah, they, uh, yeah they would assume that you yeah, I've given him a device. To play no, please music. go on. Um, um, and then the the artist or whoever talks about each song and how that's influenced their life and whatever. Anyway, the one with Tom Hanks, which is really cool, they asked him about his work and the roles that he always chooses. And he talked about as an artist, his work. What always informs his work is um, is loneliness, and that's through his dramas and even his screwball comedies, because that was something that he um, experiences a child a lot, moving around from town to town. Yeah, that's right. He um, moved like eight, yeah, eight times yeah. a year or something. Um, and it was really interesting hearing him talk about that. And he like choked up at one point sort of talking about, for him as an artist, regardless of what roles he takes or what genre, what he brings to it is, is that sort of exploration uh, in the characters. And he tries to find that in each of his characters, hmm. which is really interesting. It's mm. nice. It's cool. Yeah. Anyway, sounds like a rubbish podcast compared to this one. Yeah, yeah for real. Yeah. Who needs Tom Hanks? <laughs> <laughs> We're all so lonely. Um, okay, guys. So quickly, let's get some box office predictions before we wrap up. Uh, this we week coming we out is Blair Witch, Bridget Jones, Snowden, and Mr. Church. Our top three currently is Sully, When the Bow Breaks, and When the Bow, bow Breaks. For some reason, that's not sticking in my head. <laughs> when the Bow Breaks and uh, Don't Breathe. Occupy the top three. Mm-hmm. What will the top three be? For Blair Witch. That's your number one. Number one. Yep. Number what, is, what else have we got? Uh, you've got Snowden, Mr. Church, and Bridget Jones's baby. Blair Witch, Snowden, Bridget Jones's baby. Wow. So a completely new top three. I'm gonna go for Blair Witch, Sully, Bridget. Okay. I am gonna go Blair Witch. Um. Yeah. Sully. Yeah. And Snowden. Really? No, I think you're underestimating that Bridget Jones. Yeah, I think I am as well. I'll be there. Should we go see it together? Yeah. <laughs> what we'll do? Let's we'll see do Blair Witch double bill. Yeah, let's skip let's the double... whole Blair Witch thing. Oh, though. really? Let's, I was going to say we could do a double bill. We could do uh, horror, and then we could just soften the blow with a bit. That's of what we need. I need a soft rom com. Just be yeah. yeah. I like a good rom com. Bridget Jones. <laughs> This summer, two competitive males <laughs> will seek to be the father. We'll stop at nothing <laughs> to have Bridget Jones's baby. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. 
Uh, that is a film I would definitely go and see. <laughs> so those are our box office predictions. And we are almost uh, at an end for today's podcast. I want to just give a quick shout out to Al over in London and to our listeners to keep an eye out for... Um, let me check my notes. The upcoming... Um, release of Al's two-part Fright Fest 2016 special cast where he talks about um, all the films that he saw on the main screens at Fright Fest in London this year. Um, so keep an eye out for that one. Um, yeah, and get a really good insight into some of the horror films that will be on their way to screens um, around the country and around the globe. So keep an eye out for that. Two-part special. Um, yeah. And, uh, of course, Blair Witch. Check it out. Check out We'd Blair love, Witch. Love to hear your thoughts on that one. Yeah, we would definitely love to hear people's thoughts. You can uh, reach us at um, We Are Tessellate. Actually, you know what? Jump on YouTube. Google uh, search We Are Tessellate. Find our page. Subscribe because the more subscribers we have, I don't know, the more it helps us and the more people we get to love. That's right. We don't we do not do any advertising. We don't do any advertising. word of mouth. So exactly. uh, get that mouth wording out to the people you know yeah let them know about it you can uh check out our videos on there you can, or you can just jump onto itubes and subscribe to our podcast just uh like youtube type in we are tessellate find geeks subscribe spread the word share the love um you can reach us on twitter at uh, we are tessellate you can also reach us individually uh, on twitter you can catch me at uh alexander chard adrian where can they catch you oh um oh god you know what i'm so bad with the twitter um, I sound like my mum. Um, I think it's just my name. Adrian Old. There yeah. you go. Adrian Old. And uh, Nate, can people throw a tweet at you? They can. They can find it on my social media. Adrian underscore Old. There you got, go. Got it. Uh, uh, yeah, you can reach me at ghzfilms.com. There you go. So check that out. Send us messages. Send us questions. Send us things you'd love for us to uh, talk about uh, mm. in our podcast, whether it's films, games, whatever. We would love to hear from you. Um, Al will probably be following up with some more podcasts from the UK, and he will be back here uh, towards the end of the month, and we'll have a whole big full crew podcast, probably back in Venice. Um yeah, so keep an eye out for that. You guys are awesome. And we are geeks. Geeks. geeks.